Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. I'm Mike Haas, and we are joined by Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And Mickey, it is a long season, just three weeks of football. It will be full of ups and downs. We know that. That being said... Some are tougher to get over than others, and I'm sure Sunday was tough to get over. But you know what? You do, right? You have no other choice. Yeah, um, that's right. We just don't have another choice. But, look, that's that's a game that we felt like we had in our hands, and and uh, we let it slip away. And, and uh, credit to them. They made some plays in the fourth quarter. Um, but we had our opportunities, and, and – um, but I think I think that's one of those games you, you're going to look back on and, uh, man, we could have – could have won that uh, with just a play or two here or there, and and uh, we did. Uh, a lot of teams uh, kind of went through that week three. There were six two and zero teams, you know, kind of unbeaten going into that. Saints, Atlanta, Tampa, Dallas, Washington, Baltimore, all lost. So the, the big picture is at least in the NFC South, everybody else lost as well. It's not you know it's, it's not a consolation prize, but the fact of the matter is it's the big picture, right? Yeah, it's a big picture. And, and look, it's, it's, um, you know, three games in, so we have to keep that in mind, regardless of whether we'd have won it or not. Um, you know, winning the division or losing the division in week three, um, you know, but, but again, that's, that's a game that, uh, man, it looked, it looked like it was going our way for, uh, three quarters, three of the four quarters, and then, uh, kind of got away from us in the fourth quarter. I know Dennis talked about it yesterday, and I'm not asking about any kind of update about their car, only that, again, and I hate to keep using the word big picture, but it could have been worse, right? I mean, this could this is a situation that just could have been worse. Yeah, look, he got he got hit pretty hard, uh, um, slammed on the turf pretty hard, and, and um, yeah, sometimes, you know, that's how shoulder injuries occur, and, and – uh, you know, I guess you could say we were fortunate that it wasn't worse, but um, unfortunate that it wasn't, uh, you know, better too. So it is what it is. We'll we'll deal with it on a, a day-to-day basis and, and go from there. Chris Olave, wow, what a – I mean, first off, stunning rookie year and picks it right back up. He's sixth in far as – in the NFL as far as yards, 302, averaging 100-plus a game, 22 receptions. He's seventh in the NFL as far as 20-plus 
Uh, so chunk plays, and they don't have a category for it, but uh, if in the unbelievable one-handed catches, uh, he, he's up there as well. What an impressive start for this second year. Yeah, he, he's uh, – look, he's taken the kind of leap from year one to year two that, that uh, you hope for and you expect. And and uh, I think I was most encouraged by, you know, the dedication that he had in this offseason to improve in some areas that were identified off of last season. And last season was pretty darn good for him. Um, so there's a, there's a young man that takes his, uh, his craft pretty seriously and uh, – has has a desire uh, to get better and, and then and the action to go with it. Was one of those uh, improvement areas yak yardage yards after catch? Because I know Dennis talked about that and he, and he did enormously well uh, in week one. Was that one of those areas that you, it's kind of the next progression for him? Yeah, I you know I think that was that's one of the things and and part of that is just getting. You know, getting your body uh, uh, and your physique stronger, you know, put a little weight on, a little good weight on, just things like that, understanding um, the game a little better, understanding the situations and, and the times that, um, you know, you strain for, for extra yards and the times that you're a little more cautious. Got number 41 back in the building yesterday. That must uh, must be nice. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, certainly is. You know, we, we – you know, Alvin's such a good player, such a positive influence on our team, and and just a, a you know a weapon that's that's uh, unique to our league, and um, it, it's good to have him back, and it'll be good to have him back on Sunday. Is there, is there any? I'm, I'm not. I know that he wasn't allowed at the camp, but it's like, there's no contact, right? So you guys hadn't really seen or talked to him in, in, in a few weeks, right? No, the the actual rules are that once half of the uh, suspension is passed, he can actually come into the building and. Oh, okay and be in uh, uh, a few things. He can't be on the field. He can't practice, but there's some other things that he can do um, to get himself ready for the, you know, upcoming uh, weeks when he is active. Hard to really put, uh, you know, uh, any kind of uh, statistic to it, but he is so impactful for your, not just your running game, but your, but your passing game. So to, to get him back, uh, you know, it means a lot in, in both of those areas. Yeah, it does, and and but I would say that uh, I thought Tony Jones and and Jamal Williams before him and and uh, um, Kendra have, have all done uh, a nice job in filling in. Rashid Shahid, wow! I mean, this young man. I mean, obviously the first time he touches the football last year, week six, forty-four yard touchdown. Second time he touches it is a fifty-three yard reception, and then the seventy-six yard punt return. That's the third longest and franchise history, just one of those kind of special kind of cats uh, that has just a, a unique ability. You just want to get him, try to get him in space as much as possible. Yeah, look, he's very explosive. Um, you know, we've seen we've seen a number of plays that he's made uh, on offense, and, and it was good to see him get a punt return and, and get a crease. And, and look, once once he – once he hits that creek, you know, it, he's going to be hard to catch. And, and uh, hopefully we can get a few more of those this season. That was, I mean, Sunday, at least from, from our vantage point, by the time he'd almost gotten to the Green Bay 40, you could see it was it was over. I mean, it was, I mean, they had, they had, they had bad angles and there was really just nobody there. That's a, that's a rare one when you've got, you know, maybe 60 yards ahead of you and you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, look, uh, it was well blocked. Um, 
the, the design was good for the return and, and, uh, you know, everything happened, um, according to plan. And, and obviously, um, you know, Rashid did a great job of, of hitting the crease and, and, uh, getting in open space and making the most of it. Dennis Allen talked yesterday about the, you know, the, the, the pressure that was on kind of the defensive secondary in that second half and really the fourth quarter, I mean, 13 passes defensed, uh, Alante Taylor, five PDs, Isaac Yadam, four PDs. Uh, but man, he, it, you could just feel, you, you talk about being a defensive back on an Island man, Taylor and Yadam were, that must be what it felt like. Cause they were just, I mean, they were just going after him so much. Yeah. The, uh, um, yeah, look, I don't know how many targets each of those guys had, but they had a lot. And, and look, that's the circumstance and the situation in the game is they're behind by 17. They had to throw it a lot. Um, and it was good to see, you know, even even a, a number of the catches that they made were contested throws. Um, and and it was good to see our guys get their hands on on some balls. We've done that in the prior two games as well. I, I You know, I think Lattimore had uh, a game where he had multiple – passes defensed and um, where he's getting his hands on, on some balls. And, um, you know, we, we'd like to turn some of those into, into interceptions, but uh, I thought that was, that was good play by both of those guys. Uh, this team has, you know, very resilient. Certainly the Tampa loss last year was, was tough. I don't want to say similar, but just, I mean, just tough in the way it happened in the fourth quarter, but yet you bounce right back. Uh, you beat Atlanta, Cleveland, Philly, both of those games on the road. So you've kind of, you know, there's some history there that hey, this is just, you know, it's one in 17. Yeah, I look, I think, you know, first of all, every team, we can't rely on what happened last year. Every team is unique. Um, and we're going to see how we bounce back um, after after having a tough loss. Um, but we've got to, as a, as a group, we've got to develop a little bit better of a, a killer instinct. When we have somebody down, not letting our foot off the gas, not giving them opportunities to get back into games. Um, and, and look, you got to credit them because they didn't get a turnover from us. It wasn't like we turned the ball over or had some disastrous uh, uh, play happen. that got them back in the game. Um, but we need to, we need to, you know, find a way to close out some of these games because we've had a number of them well, last year in particular that, um, you know, could have easily been in the wind column for us. Going to step aside, take a quick break. We're talking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And good to be home on Sunday. It's, been a, it's a tough schedule. Uh, four of your first six on the road. NFC South. Uh, Tampa, who played on a short week just like you just played uh, on a short week. They were home and now on the road. 
Uh, this is an important one Sunday, and it'd be good to get get that home crowd, the Houdats, back into it. They have, it's been a couple of weeks since you've been away. Yeah, and I, look, I thought in uh, week one the the home crowd was fantastic. Um, it it, it uh, um, I, I think it it was like it was maybe you know ten years ago when when uh, uh, we were rolling. I felt like the crowd was really into the game, into the, the team and um helped us in that uh you know that opening game and so i'm looking forward to having more of that this sunday um look anytime you play a division opponent um it's important um you know sean used to say that it would count double i don't know that it counts double it's just one game but uh it's an important game in the division and look we we had uh tampa on the ropes a couple times last year and, and they came back and beat us and so we We've got that, uh, you know, kind of sticking with us and and bothering us, and hopefully we can, um, you know, avenge those losses from from last year and and um, get a win on Sunday. Yeah, the Titans were only penalized six times in, in week one, but I would I would hazard to bet without looking at the game book that five of those were false start penalties and kind of early in the game created by the crowd. Yeah, and look, that's a very disciplined, well coached team. They're not. Uh, um, you know, so that that was a a little bit of a surprise that they would have that many of those kinds of you know mistakes, but again, it's you know it's the first game of the season when um, you know in this day and age of of the NFL, you're not your starters aren't getting a lot of play time in the preseason, so you expect some of those um, you know some of those mistakes early in the year. And we talked about this a little bit last year because it, it was kind of like things didn't happen you didn't get turnovers early and all of a sudden it kind of builds where this year completely different you know week one you won the turnover battle week two you're even week three you win the turnover battle i mean you keep winning that you keep doing those kind of things and, and good things will happen yeah look it's it's the most important stat in terms of winning and losing the turnover takeaway ratio um you know on top of that we get a punt return for a touchdown and, and look those a combination of those two things um you know, your percentages of winning are really high, which is another reason why I think we're disappointed in, in uh, not coming away with a win out of, out of Green Bay because they overcame some things um, to get to get the W on their side. So we need to keep, you know, we need to keep doing those kinds of things and, and our season is going to be just fine. And uh, kind of the flip side of that, and I'm not asking about any of the officiating, just the impact really because the Saints only had seven penalties – and the Packers had 11 penalties for 90 yards, but your seven penalties were 102, so about 14 and a half yards of penalty. And as we know, though, you know those big chunk penalties, pass interference penalties, and they they're they're very impactful uh, for for when they happen and sometimes where. Yeah, um, yeah, I got to be careful not to get myself. I know. In That's what I'm saying. It's just, I'm, I'm just not just the impact of the. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not I'm not trying to get you to to question the officiating, but just, man, seven penalties for 102, that's, that's, that's just a lot of yards for seven penalties. Yeah, it's a lot of yards. Look, there's a couple of really impactful calls late in the game, and, uh, yeah, we can debate whether or not they were good calls or not, I guess, but um, we can't put ourselves in that position, I think, number one. Um, but, yes, you're right. They were impactful calls i'll leave it at that that's that's i'm I'm blaming i'm not i'm not trying to split any fines with you uh 
you talk about uh, the, some of the uh, like Kendra getting his first action, the, the people who had played in place uh, with Alvin being out, just really draft picks in general. Uh, Kendra gets his first action. And I want to talk about defensively, Isaiah Foskey. He played 23 defensive snaps the last two games. He played 11 snaps against the Packers and had four tackles. It, it feels like he's starting to kind of, you know, I don't just feel more comfortable out there and, and making big plays. Yeah, I think Isaiah, you know, he did. He played, he only played 11 snaps. He had four uh, uh, tackles. You know, that's a lot. That's a really good ratio of production. Right. And, uh, you know, I think, look, when, when you, when you perform like that, you get the confidence of the coaching staff and, and uh, uh, you know, that warrants more play time. And, um, I, but I think the draft picks in general, um, Brian Breesey, uh, um I thought had, had some really nice plays in this game. Um, you mentioned Kendry Miller. I think, you know, early on you could see it, it was a little rusty, but as the game, you know, went on, he kind of found his, his rhythm. Um, and so, you know, those guys are going to have an impact on our team this, this season. Uh, you mentioned uh, Brzee. To me, he, you know, we, we've seen the, the, this, the, the move with the spin and he had a pass defense against the, the Packers. To me, it was that fumble with Carolina where you saw a, a speed that you don't typically see, to see with a defensive tackle. He's got like next level speed, it looks like. Yeah, he's very look. He's very athletic. He's probably as good an athlete as we've had at the position since at least since I've been here. Um, but the, you know, the, there's look. He's a rookie, and and there's a lot that's new to him. And um, but he's taking to coaching well, and I think we'll see um, we'll see improvement as the season goes on. Um, you know, we also had Jordan Henry got the start yeah. in place of Marcus May, and I thought he performed pretty well for his first outing, and so. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to have um, a rookie class making uh, an impact and contributing contributing to your team in their first year because I typically don't expect that, um, but it's nice to have. Did you watch Tampa Philly? Like, how do you how do you do that for an opposing? Since it's your next opponent, I don't know what you get out of TV a little bit, or you just wait for the them to break it into clips. I mean, how, how do you? What did you do? Yeah, uh, you know, look, I watched. Uh, Watched the game last night. I kind of toggled back and forth between the two games, uh, you know, because the Rams are uh, an NFC um, opponent of ours down the road. So, look, you're always interested in, in um, you know, what the other teams in the league are doing. You know, it's up to the coaches to, to you know, analyze exactly the schemes and the things that are happening. But, you know, we watch more, you know, the individuals and, and – um, you know, pay particular attention if, if, you know, a player gets injured and what the likelihood of him playing the next week is going to be. And so, um, yeah, we definitely watched it. I think all of us watched it. Yeah, we figured. So I just didn't know kind of how you answered the question because you might watch it differently than, than Dennis will watch it as he's looking at formations and, you know, you're looking, you're just looking at different things. So yeah. just, just, just curious, got to step aside, take one more quick break, and we're back with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Mike Koss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And this is the Saints Hour along the Saints Radio Network. And busy time uh, for the administration training camp uh, into uh, the beginning of the season, as far as, as contracts came, Jordan, uh, Cesar Ruiz, uh, Carl Granderson, Zach Wood. I'm, I'm actually going to be again kind of in a strange place, and that's Zach Wood. Because I've noticed, I don't know why, this year more than ever, like and when you played Houston, yeah, John Weeks, he was like in his 14th year. Then Morgan Cox for Tennessee in his 14th. Then J.J. Jansen in his 16th year. All, almost all these guys with the same teams. And I had thought of Zach Wood as like this long timer, right? And he really isn't. But here's what I know. And you can just, you know, say this is right on. Either you got a long snapper and you maybe not don't, don't know his name. Or you don't got a long snapper and you know you don't have a long snapper, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um, look, there, you know, it's one of these jobs in our league that if, if, um, if he's really good, you don't even notice. You just take it for granted. And and uh, but when you don't have that position solidified, man, it's a scramble. And and uh, uh, we've been in both positions <laughs> over the years. And uh, look, Zach Zach's uh, um, he's just steady. He's just consistent in his his uh, um, his demeanor in the building. I mean, he he adds a lot to our locker room as well as his play on the field. And so. It's good to have him locked up, and and uh, hopefully he'll be one of those 14-, 15-year guys for us. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, I just had never really taken much notice to it until, I mean, it just seemed like every week it was like, good gosh, there were so, so many uh, lengthy times. And I know you can't speak of it individually, but one of those contracts was uh, Cesar Ruiz, who's in – concussion protocol and we could we could spend literally the entire show and not cover all of the concussion protocol but for, suffice to say that for fans out there it's about stages and phases for him this week right you got to pass stages and phases yeah yeah you know you you go through that's exactly right you, you know you first have to be symptom free and then you go through these um these stages where you if you remain um symptom free you move to the next one and and it can happen where you return to play within a week and, uh, or it could happen that, you know, you don't return to play for um, a couple or, or even three weeks or longer. Um, Cause you have to cross each of these thresholds and meet, meet each of these uh, standards for each, uh, each phase of the, of the, um, of the protocol. And so we'll go through that. Caesar will go through that. And um, um, when he's ready to return, he will return. And the most recent uh, being Carl Granderson. And I'm, I'm curious, I want to go backwards a little bit to, to 2019, undrafted free agent out of Wyoming. Uh, maybe kind of what, 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 what you saw then, because to me, he, he would be what I would call the definition of player development for an NFL team. Uh, he signed a new contract. I think he's the, it's the most money for an undrafted defensive lineman in NFL history. Um, but you just take me back to what you saw then and kind of what you have watched the progression. Yeah, look, that that's a credit to our area uh, scouts, our college scouting staff. I think I remember right. It was Mike Baugh um, that had that area at the time. And Cody Rager was uh, um, 
part of that equation, but all of our college uh, scouting staff, you know, they find a guy that's got the traits that they like and plays hard. Um, and so they worked really hard at, at uh, getting a commitment for him, uh, being an undrafted free agent. We got him in the building and um, look, he is just, you know, no, no players self-made. And yet, man, this is a guy that has just worked his tail off to go from this uh, raw talented kid to being a really productive NFL player um, kind of came into his own a little bit last year and, and has taken that and, and uh, improved every year. He's, I think he's improved in the beginning of this from, uh, from training camp to the beginning of the season. He's very productive. He's high motor. Um, he's a great kid. He's, you know, he's really everything that you want um, in terms of, of a player in our building. And so it's good to see him as he matures and, and improves. And, and um, it's good to see the guy get a well-deserved contract. Yeah, you talked, you talk I mean, eight games in 2019, but he's been there five sacks in 20, you know, then three in 21, five and a half in 22. And wow, he pops out already two and a half sacks and, you know, six, I don't know if you guys call them quarterback hurries or quarterback pressures or quarterback hits. Everybody kind of uses different terminology, but man, he is in the quarterback's face a lot. Yeah, he is. He, 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 uh, he disrupts the, the quarterback a lot in, Look, those sacks in the past have come as really a part-time player, and so he's getting the opportunity to play a lot more, and and um, the production's matching that. Well, I know they're all important, but it is NFC South and it is Tampa Bay, so uh, we appreciate your time. I know you're going to join us on uh, the backside of this break, but uh, good luck on Sunday uh, against the Buccaneers. Thank you, Mike. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 